0: Hi, welcome once again to What's Next, Porto Business School podcast. Today we welcome Gustavo Cunha, Brazilian and uh, experienced senior executive with a demonstrated history of working in the financial services industry. We have been talking a lot with Gustavo about mainly the new technologies that are enabling the financial system also known as FinTech or RegTech or tech. There's so many techs out there in the financial, in the financial system. Um, Gustav is a blockchain enthusiast, and he was one of the first people uh, deep diving in the Libra the new cryptocurrency announced by Facebook and more than 20 other companies around the world, including including Portuguese company Farfetch. Um, and, uh, and Gustavo is an evangelist of the FinTech uh, uh, topics, issues and content and with a long uh, history of communication uh, projects and programs uh, both in Brazil, but also all around the world. And uh, Gustavo has been collaborating with Porto Business School uh, more and more often uh, these days. Gustavo, welcome to the show. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and uh, to give this uh, speech and have this conversation with you, uh, you here. Cool, thank school. you.
0: Um, let's start with the, the topic that is on the agenda. And even if we don't know when our audience is listening to this podcast, I bet that this will still be in the agenda. Let's talk about Libra. Let, is this a new generation of cryptocurrency? Is this the next step that will truly empower cryptocurrency as? Um, viable and well-established uh, financial alternative uh, in our uh, eco- uh, social-economic tissue.
1: I think so. For me, Libre is a, is a change game in the, in the cryptocurrency environment because, uh, as they say that in the in the white paper, it's a stable coin that's going to be used for all the all the companies around the world. So that's what they they aim to produce. So. Uh, they have a white paper, there's still a lot of things to do, a lot of things uh, to be done, not just in the code itself. So I've talked to, I've been talking to some coders and they say that it's probably half of the codes that are already developed. So it's going to be a lot of work uh, on this, but also on regulation and also how people at uh, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram will use uh, the Libra currency if I can say that's a currency. Uh, for the ones that are not really involved in this discussion, I think that stablecoin has been here for a long time. So uh, it started with, with Bitcoin, right? 10 years ago, it was the first cryptocurrency. But Bitcoin has a problem in terms of uh, payments because uh, the first problem is scale. So you don't have, you cannot get a very huge scale using Bitcoin. So that's one problem. Second problem is that its, it's price is so volatile. It's very volat- uh, volatile, so uh, it's difficult for you to use uh, Bitcoin as a way of paying things around the world. So the first idea to use a stable coin it came like f- six, seven years ago. And what's a stable coin? It's a digital representation of an asset. Uh, normally, it's a financial asset, a fiat currency. So the most well-known, it's tether. So it's a uh, tether. It's a uh, Cryptocurrency that's backed to one to one with the dollar. So uh, they say that uh, they issue one tether that equals one dollars in a vault in a lot of banks and these things. So there's a lot of uh, uh, stable coins also that are linked or uh, have a collateral of gold. So that's the thing. That's the idea that uh, uh, the Facebook team brought into uh, Libra. So. It's slightly different because it's just, just one currency, it's a, it's a kind of basket of, uh, of currencies. So it's going to be dollar, euros, yen, and uh, some other currencies. And this idea is similar uh, of the idea, and there's two ideas that are really similar to that. The first one was the first, let's say, the first idea of having a global currency. It was uh, from IMF some years ago, the SDR. It's more or less what I I think that uh, Libra will represent in the digital world. So it's a basket of a lot of assets from governments, from the US government, from uh, European governments, from uh, Japanese governments, and um, that's it for the Let's more or less say that's the uh, financial part of it. But the huge thing about uh, uh, Facebook and uh, Libra is that uh, it's the amount of people that can use that. So the big thing about uh, all this new technologies and fintechs is uh, then you start really small and it's, and you start growing, growing, and it becomes exponential at a certain time. Uh, with a cryptocurrency that has Facebook in the team, you probably have, can have access, can let's say more than 2.5 billion people that are gonna have access to this cryptocurrency. So that's a really change in the way cryptocurrencies nowadays
0: yeah the, the bank for international settlements uh, which is an institution that get all central gathers central banks w- has been warning about the transformation that large technology companies uh, can bring to the financial system so and and, and they did it uh, more or less at the same time that Facebook was announcing Libra, so um, it was it, it, res- it, it was really an uh, 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 um, uh, updated uh, warning. Do you think that uh, uh, truly li- Libra uh, represents the future, and Libra, not only Libra, but what it represents, uh, can really become the future of the financial system? And don't you think, and I'm connecting this with other topic uh, okay. around the discussion, or many of the topics around the discussion about Libra. Aren't we giving too much power to one corporate entity that already has uh, an amount of data, uh, individual personal data that is being questioned by many people and we are dealing with privacy and data protection issues and we have been understanding the breaches uh, um that Facebook uh, recorded on the use of data um, is this the future or are we giving too much power and this is uh, uh to, to Facebook and this will become uh kind of a, um a nightmare future
1: yeah and th- that's the, I think that's the perfect question and that's the question that we have no answer nowadays to be honest so uh mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that I've read a book that it's from the '90s, saying about the the name of the book was "The End of Democracy," and was saying that uh, from the uh, after the '90s we would see a uh, decrease in the power of the governments and the increase in the power of the big corporations, and that's what we are seeing now. So if you're talking about money, money has always been in our generation. I think that was related to governments. Now it's kind of it can move. To be a thing related to big corporations, uh, that's a big challenge. I don't know, to be honest, how how it's gonna end. Uh, I think that the people that were more on the cipher banks, the people that created Bitcoin, they were really saying cre- they created a thing that was saying, "Oh, we don't need banks. We can do peer-to-peer transactions or money using money, uh, using no no banks at all." But in the end, they created a thing that then. Uh, the big corporations now are are starting to get this technology blockchain itself the Ot uh, to use for them so and they will create these things and probably if it uh, becomes a success it can be they can give more power to them than the governments that's a big issue and that's a thing that Libra brought into discussion that's why you see we are seeing the g7 uh, putting a group together to, Discuss about systemic risk in the financial market because that's a, that's a that's a good uh, it's a big thing because how the let's say the governments finance themselves they issue bonds uh, for the people to buy in their currency because the people need to have this currency to buy the things to pay tax and everything but at a certain time uh, if libra becomes a success people will not need dollars euros reais to do this daily things they can use libra for that so. In this situation, how the uh, governments will finance themselves? Will they use Libra and it's gonna be a uh, like a dollarization or a liberalization of the whole world? So that's a discussion now, and it's a big discussion when we are considering that Facebook has 2.5 billion people uh, that can use that. So, from a regulatory point of view, that's a big challenge. Uh, and the governments, all the governments around the world, they are discussing that uh, nowadays. Talking about uh, this, this intermediation or this change in the financial market, we've seen in Asia a big transformation in the last uh, years, which didn't happen until now yeah. in the in the, uh, in, the occ- uh, in the occident here in uh, in Europe and uh, U.S. and Americas. Uh, nowadays we have Alib- Alibaba uh, with uh, Alipay, we have WeChat. So the power of banks in the uh in asia it's much less than the power of banks here uh in the in the occident uh and that's the first thing the first uh, idea that can change it here in the occident and also we are now in a very geopolitical uh big geopolitical discussion about the us and china and this thing so maybe this facebook or some other initiative that is probably using the same technology can be a way to, let's say, re, uh, save the Occident for the Occidents, not to Alipay pay and we to come here.
0: So it's kind of the Western um, reaction to uh, the, I would say, leadership that Asian, especially China, has been having and on the topics of-, uh, of uh, Payments. The payments, mainly payments. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it can, it can I mean, be
1: seen as that because they have the infrastructure in Asia. People that are uh, really, Studying Asia, saying that they are probably five or six years ahead of uh, us here in the Ostend in terms of payments. So uh, they don't use cash anymore, it's a cashless economy, you can use the phone for everything. And uh, here we are starting that. So, and of course, they know that seeing that Asia has this technology, and this technology is a kind of global technology, right? It's a kind of plug and play in the financial system here in the US. So uh, that's part of the discussion on day so there's a lot of people saying that uh, okay we uh, facebook has some history of uh uh not using the data that they uh, have not in a very good way let's say put that way uh but uh if the governments in the us uh, then say see that okay that's a, a way to save ourselves from the asia uh big guys big corporations maybe they can kind of uh, help themselves. Also, it's important to say that the Libra is not a really a Facebook thing. So they started the thing, but it's an association. They have 20 si- 27 uh, companies. They expect to have at least hundreds. They 100.
0: have Visa and MasterCard. They have
1: Visa, MasterCard, they have uh, Uber, they have Farfetch here State from course. Portugal. Uh, so, uh, they, and they will grow that up, up to 100 companies, that's the, uh, the idea they have and also they have some universe that are, uh, that can get into the, this consortium, this mm-hmm. association.
0: By the way, let me, let me jump there just to ask you what, what do you think will be the reaction of the other big tech ecosystems like Google or Amazon or even Apple that haven't been that are not in this consortium? how, what kind of reaction do you expect from them? Will they join? Will, are they working on different, uh, because right now there are two systems, the Alibaba uh, connected and the Facebook connected uh, system. What do you expect from the other big players?
1: Yes, that's, that's also a big question that I, that I have. But I don't have the answer now, but uh, uh, we can speculate something here. So if one of these big companies joins this association guy, this is gonna be the current for the future. For sure, if you have Google, Amazon, of course these companies like kind of compete themselves, and uh, I do expect that uh, some of them could go to this association, which would be huge. But I'd also expect some of them to create or to try to create their own cryptocurrency, or uh, a similar thing. The good thing about innovation, and that's the case of the Libra, it's an open source code, so. are not just creating a new uh, token cryptocurrency which is libra they are creating a new blockchain with a new uh, language uh, in terms of uh, computing so it's a completely different thing that they are developing Uh, they are really collaborative it's open source anyone can add to that Uh, and as i said it's uh, an association facebook will have in the future the same power of all the associates to this association nowadays they are kind of leading that they are saying that in the next uh, six months or One year, they are going to be the leader, but uh, in the soon future, they're just going to be one of the participants of this. Uh, Also, if you say uh, this uh, Libra uh, consortium, this new blockchain, new uh, uh, language, Facebook uh, will have uh, an advantage to be the first one to develop a wallet to trade Libra, which is called Calibra. Uh, but it's also open source. Anyone can develop that. But of course, they will have a head start because they already started doing that. But that's a big difference. And also they have 2.5 billion people connected to Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp.
0: And we'll still cover two other aspects uh, around this. Let's start with the regulatory issues. So we are understanding uh, and we're seeing um, some sort of um, uh, uh, an Inability to react from central banks, from uh, uh, traditional centralized financial institutions, and um, imagining a possibility where this cryptocurrency becomes the the uh, the 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 the, um, the, the s- especially in the payment systems, the biggest uh, currency in the world, or uh, the, the most used for payments. But we know that. F- the, the the function of currency it's not only payment system there are other functions so and and those other functions especially those other two functions uh, you will mention them uh, are not covered by, by by libra so how how are you s- and how are you seeing the way uh, what's your point of view on the way the central banks the the fi- the global multi stakeholder financial institutions around the world world bank imf uh, european commission are understanding this and reacting to this—it's—it's
1: it's a big challenge for them. Uh, it's uh, all this innovation. If you go for, a, let's say, for a broader view, innovation has been a huge problem for all the regulators, because they cannot really keep uh, keep the same pace as the innovation it comes. So uh, that's a big difficult. That's why uh, most of central banks and, and institutions create a kind of sandbox to, for the people to work on this yeah. environment. But as they are small. When you start with a thing that is really huge as calibre, it it cannot have a a sandbox. It's out of control. It's out of control, right? Uh, So that's a big challenge. Uh, I think that the the easy answer to say now now is that uh, there's gonna be a lot of uh, fights between the jurisdictions. There's gonna be some jurisdictions that will be more open to this kind of innovation and others not. And the problem about innovation is that as you convince one jurisdiction that you can do that in a global world, in a digitalized world, if one jurisdiction allows you to do that, you can do that globally. So that's a big issue and for and regulators. And the level of
0: disruption here also for the uh, the central banks is higher than ever because themselves, their role is questioned yes. by this cryptocurrency because it disintermediates Yes. even though uh, away from the perhaps the dream of the cryptocurrency and the, the cyberpunks, where the disintermediation would be total with Libra, they are disintermi- they are just moving the centralization somewhere else yes uh, away from institutional uh, 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 agencies uh, government-based agencies yeah. uh, but the central banks are at question uh, uh, and so this is new this is disruptive also for them yeah. and they are m- my opinion they are not very, they haven't been well, they're suffering from the innovators' dilemma, aren't they?
1: Of course, of course. And I think that, uh, from one side, Facebook is kind of doing Facebook, the, the association is kind of doing things to calm down the discussion. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they are, they will not have uh, economic policy with Libra, so they'll not pay interest in these things. But we know that that's the beginning, right? If they're if they are massive and people want to invest in Libra in the future, well, they can change that. The same as with the collateral. So nowadays, they are saying, oh, yeah, we we're going to be back uh, one to one to this uh, uh, basket of uh, currencies and bonds mm-hmm. uh, that can change in the future. Yeah. Of course, we've we seen that uh, uh, the gold standard that we had with uh, all the currencies in the 70s, that, uh, that was the same thing, and it changed. I think that's, uh, that's one side uh, of the, the thing. The thing about the the central banks, the the way that they are mostly try to fight against that is to issue what we call central bank digital currencies, to issue their own token backed by their currencies. So there's a lot of initiatives around a lot of central banks. I think that uh, with this Libra uh, discussion, this Libra initiative, they will really try to do that very fast. Right, because imagine that uh, a a central bank from a European central bank can issue a digital coin that's one to one backed with the euro. So, they are the issues of the the issue euros. So, there's no discussion about whether we have a collateral or not because it's a central bank issue. That Uh, there are some central banks uh, working on that, and that's the thing that uh, it's a kind of risk for for Libra in the end because if the central banks do that, they can use the normal fiat currency in a digitalized world to trade. And that's what we, as uh, Europeans, Brazilians, uh, US citizens, are used to do. So mm-hmm. instead of using the credit card, you're going to use the uh, token from the central bank. Let
0: me shift now to the technological part. Is Can Libra be the ultimate uh, to... And great application of blockchain because we've been hearing about blockchain for many years. Every year, it has been on the list of the next big technology. But uh, pretty much, aside from the cryptocurrency, from the Bitcoin and, 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 and all the other crypto coins that were out there, uh, you were seeing some some attempts at uh, supply chain industry, at legal indi- industry, at music and entertainment media industry. But uh, we haven't we haven't seen a massive application. Uh, or massively adopted uh, blockchain-based um, product or service or technology. Is this the ultimate trial? Is this the ultimate uh, application for blockchain?
1: Yes, in my view, yes. It, it so can be. it's gonna be? be the big boom
0: Yes, of, of it,
1: it, it raised the discussion about blockchain in terms of uh, uh, means of payments. So blockchain was, uh, there was a lot of discussion. As I say, we had in 2017, the year of the Bitcoin. So where the media just said, everyone in the world knew Bitcoin, right? Then we have uh, 18 as the Bitcoin was going down, a lot of discussion about DLT and blockchain, but no really uh, blockchain used for the financial market. We have some here and then we have the JP Morgan coin, just for internal in JP Morgan. We had some others, but uh, there was a lot of things not related to the financial market. Libre is different, right? It's the first attempt to have a global currency, in my view, right? That's centralized, that is stable, that people can use. Uh, so and it
0: will be like a, a worldwide massive proof of concept for blockchain.
1: Yes, I think I think so. I would say that more more proof of concept because proof of concept normally starts with a small thing. Yeah. It's gonna be a huge a proof massive. of concept. Yes, yeah. a massive but one. But do
0: you expect that from the application in a global uh, 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 cryptocurrency uh, finally we can expect the spillover effects on other products and applications that where blockchain has been seen as a uh, uh, as a technology with huge potential but there has been uh, there haven't been many big great developments uh, on the application uh, of, of blockchain so it is uh, the moment where blockchain becomes the next big thing as Someone, but some, someone announced a few years ago?
1: I, I think so. And and the thing about technology Rui, is that uh, people don't doesn't want to know whether it's blockchain, DLT, Absolutely. stablecoin, whatever. They want to use that. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that uh, Libra can bring them. They're going to use that for them. doesn't matter if it's blockchain or not, but that's going to be a huge application of it's blockchain. It's not
0: about the technology, it's about the experience, right? It's
1: about the experience and, uh, and how it, uh, how it what's the solution that you bring to the people? What's the problem you are solving? So, And that's the thing that uh, Libra can uh, bring to people. And also, using blockchain, it's going to be a huge thing. There's a lot of discussion about whether it's blockchain, whether it's DOT, and uh, what kind of blockchain it is. Uh, but in the end, in my view, it's a blockchain, and it can be used to that. People from the cryptocurrency market, they are the more kind of cyber banks, guys, the, on the creation of the Bitcoin, they're really against this initiative because they're saying that it's centralized. That's what what you said. They come. Uh, they are changing the currency from the government to a corporation. I would prefer the government and the corporation. There's a lot of discussion about that And the cryptocurrency markets. That I want one, one thing that's really decentralized. It's not really linked to a government or a corporation. Uh, that's not not the case uh, of Libra. But in the end, if solve the day to day of the people, if have It, it, it have, helps people to trade and to uh, buy things in the digital world, it's a solution that uh, can have a lot of people use and it's gonna be good for all the world.
0: Beyond the Libra impact, you have been working uh, in, in, in in throughout your career very close to the financial sector and financial system and you' have been observing all the innovation that is happening on the financial systems uh, uh, especially around uh, technology and fintechs uh, what are what have you been see from what you have been analyzing from the trends that you've been seeing happening what's next for fintech
1: I think that fintech it's a uh, Really good thing the way that uh, it moved the center of attention from the corporations to the user. That's the good thing about all the technology, and specifically for fintech. So that's good for everyone. So there, uh, I've seen a lot of, I, I've been seeing a lot of uh, initiatives in the fintech world that uh, it's focused on the user and can help you. It can bring it, uh, one transaction that is more one to one. It's cheaper. Uh, and that's that's good for for everyone. So that's uh, thing. One thing about Calibra. Calibra if Calibra uh, have success, we're gonna have Facebook probably as the biggest fintech in the world or close to it, right? But uh, if not, uh, Libra, we're probably gonna have some other initiatives that can bring that. I think uh, the term fintech itself it's very difficult to describe because fintech nowadays is about payments, is about uh, uh, lending, it's about cryptocurrencies, it's about of all things related to money and the financial market. But that's really an uh, industry that, uh, in my view, it was really on the way to be disrupted because it's been the process are there for a long time. It's the same companies for a long time. We can see, let's say, on the fax market, it's still swift, you take like two days to get... Uh, money from euros to reais to dollars. Uh, If you wanna do a payment uh, in another country, it's really difficult. If you want to invest in another country, it's really difficult or expensive remittances from one country to another, it's really expensive. So uh, it's a thing that the people that uh, are looking at technology as as I've been in the last uh, years, you can see that say, come on guys, that's really, it's expensive. There's a lot of intermediaries. Uh, the process takes so long, technologically speaking, it's a thing that uh, will be disrupted. So uh, I expect more of these initiatives in the, fi- in the fintech world or the fintech uh, environment in the future. That's uh, the way I think we're going to move forward. More initiatives and for the better of uh, everyone in the planet.
0: It's the time to wrap the show. Final question. What's next for you, Gustav?
1: That's the most difficult uh, uh question and answer on this podcast, I would say, I would expect myself to keep learning this new words and keep adding to the discussion and to the new uh, fintechs and new initiatives using blockchain, DLT, or cryptocurrency. I'm loving this phase of my life where I'm getting a lot of knowledge and discussion with a lot of people all around the world about these initiatives. And that gives me really a pleasure to learn and to collaborate this discussion
0: thank you so much Gustavo and thank you to everyone plugging into our show see you next time